Welcome into another episode of the Happy Healthy Humans podcast. It is I, Coach Manny. And today's podcast is brought to us by the Be More series. If you or anyone you know is looking to kind of get back into shape, whether that's fitness or something along the lines of their nutrition and lifestyle habits, the Be More series is going to be perfect, a perfect opportunity for you. We help individuals live a more fulfilled life and build confidence through our fitness and nutrition and lifestyle coaching. So if you're interested at all, please let myself know or anybody know, and we would love to get you into the gym, give you a tour and kind of see how we can help you live a more fulfilled life. Now on today's episode, we have the distinct pleasure of sitting down with Mr. Zed Brooks, the owner and founder of the Backyard Tap, which is a collective communal or community hangout place. Um, they got beer, they have food trucks. There's just a really cool outdoor seating area, sort of an outdoor vibe. And him and I just kind of talk about creating a culture and sort of how you create a business plan and sort of his business plan to bring good positivity in the community and connect so many different individuals in the community in this one place. Zed has phenomenal phenomenal morals and values. I appreciate his insight and his outlook on life. We talk a little bit about the pandemic and yep, I definitely enjoyed the show. If you guys wished, would like to go check out Zed over at the backyard tap, really awesome place to hang out for you and the family. So without further ado, let's get into the show. Hey Zed, how's it going? Doing well. How are you, man? Doing well, doing well. No complaints. It's always beautiful here in Loveland, right? It, it is. It is, man. Yeah. It's, uh, this weather, if we can have 90-some days of this, it'd be nice for summer. Yeah. <laughs> right? But sometimes it's either way too cold or way too hot. Right. And, and I feel, you know, and I feel, too, that we're kind of snobs because, you know, we're like, oh, I can't wait for it to be warm. And then we're like, no, 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 no. That's too warm. That's too warm. <laughs> That is the truth, man. That <laughs> is the truth. We we are some snobs. I and know, then it gets, I know. gets a little cloudy with rain for a while, and then we're like, "Oh, where's the sunshine?" You know, yeah, it's, it's like come then on, everyone got... everyone gets into crabby bad moods and stuff. I don't get it. <laughs> we're, we we got to get over ourselves. We'll take take the blessings we have each day. Absolutely, absolutely, totally agree. Um, so yeah, man. Well, welcome and thanks for coming on and and chatting with me a little bit. Um, let's get started. Go ahead and just tell me a little bit. Uh, I guess who you are, a little bit about yourself, um, kind of the business. Yeah, let's just dive into it. Uh, name is Zed Brooks, and myself and my wife Catherine own Backyard Tap in Loveland, downtown Loveland. There uh, have been owning Backyard Tap. We opened in. June of 2019, so we're coming up here this June on our two-year anniversary. We did not have a anniversary celebration last year, like like most uh, <laughs> navigating the pandemic right then and there. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, um, set up backyard tap as a uh, social gathering location. Uh, it's, it's a tap house and beer garden, a lot of large outdoor space where uh, folks can kind of gather, hang out, have a beverage, enjoy some live music or uh, experience a community event, get some good food from some local food truck vendors. They kind of just hang out and have a sense of community. And, uh, you know, we want to be kind of like that third place, like the Starbucks says they like to be, you know, as, mm -hmm. a, as an option. There's a, many of great 
businesses and entertainment venues in downtown Loveland, uh, more that are coming on the scene. And we just want to be a part of that, that community and give folks an option as a place to come and kind of hang out. And again, like I said, have that sense of community. Mm-hmm. I like that. And, uh, you know, I think, establishments that sort of their core one of their i guess core values are like you know their mission is to create a place of community i always think that's super awesome um you know and that's one thing i really enjoy about loveland is you know it's it's a big enough place that there's a lot of variety of things um but then there's also that smaller sense of community like you know kinsey had a show downtown a couple weeks ago and we saw at least two or three people that we knew personally you know and right. it's it's always cool to it's always cool to have you know the locals the regulars and whatnot um that's what i love man and that's kind of a, a city i came from was kind of like that so that's why i really enjoy loveland too um so what made you guys decide to open up you know a uh what, what made you decide to open up backyard tap um you know we Kappa still uh, works full-time on her job, and at the time, uh, back in 2017, um, I was working for a uh, corporate construction, um, doing some ops management as well as some project management for them, and uh, was kind of getting tired of working for the man, if you, mm-hmm. you know, for lack of better terms, and wanted to have something that had a little more daily impact um, amongst you know people and those who I served. And so I had a chance to, uh, during my grad work, to spend some time in Southeast Asia, uh, you know, experiencing some street food and, you know, visiting small local uh, communities and um, getting to know folks um, outside of the first world that we have here in the United States of America. And just kind of, you know, really understanding that camaraderie that people have uh, when they sit down and and, um, let down some of their... um, you know, barriers and things and have conversation and connection over uh, food and beverage. And that was really neat to, to, to me and, and, and coming back and sharing that with Catherine and you know, both of us coming from, um, you know, kind of family backgrounds where, you know, you spend some time hanging out in your yard or going to block parties, family reunions, those types of things. And, you know, understanding, you know, what's really cool about when you you know, socialize and hang out with family and friends and meet new people from your community and hang out. And again, it's all kind of done over that food and beverage piece. So mm. um, again, getting back to wanting to do something to have a little more daily impact and seeing some concepts here in the States, uh, um, you know, there's a Rayback, Rayback Collective down in Boulder. We you know, got to know them and, and some other uh, venues one in Hawaii and one over in, uh, in Florida, meeting the owners of a venue there that's similar to where you have this outdoor kind of concept, both with mobile food vendors as well as, um, you know, the craft craft scene of beverage and wine and, and uh, ciders and things of that nature and just kind of come together and be hanging out outside and enjoying it. We love to do that in Colorado uh, here as, you know, this is a part of the, you know, the feel and vibe you get in Colorado. So, we thought about, hey, how can we help certify that, that same type of vibe um, and, and, and you know, come up with our own own concept and, and bring that to the Northern Colorado community? Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, I think that's what I enjoy so much about your, your space is about, what, 90, I'd say maybe 80, 80 to 90% of it is outside. You know, right. you, have your, you have your spot where you have, you know, a couple of tables, you have your bartenders or whatnot. But, yeah, you know, um, and even just the name Backyard Tap, I, I – 
I kind of like that. And that's kind of probably where that concept came from, right? Just hanging Correct. out with your, with your friends and family in the backyard, all that good stuff. Just hanging out, listening to some music and, you know, chatting and laughing. You know, that, that's something we don't do a whole lot. You know, we get down in, in the nitty gritty of what life uh, and, and the journey it takes you on a daily basis, that grind. Um, we need a little bit more time where we sit down and connect and uh, laugh and smile and, and, you know, kind of have a little deeper connection a little bit. So, you know, we, that's what we try to do is give, you know, craft that experience for folks. Um, mm-hmm. We don't brew. We don't, um, you know, ferment grapes, you know, or cook <laughs> food or anything. But one thing that um, our team prides itself on is how we do people. And, mm-hmm. we know, we're, you know, we're genuine about the relationships that we form with the guests that come visit us and those who, uh, for the first time, as well as those who repeat and come hang out with us and support us mm-hmm. and grateful, grateful for those relationships that we build with them. That's awesome. And, and I'm sure, you know, I'm sure in those relationships, you probably that you built kind of the, a good foundation with were the same people who sort of guided you and supported you through the, uh, through the pandemic as well. Right. Correct. Yeah. Like every, like everyone in, you know, in the, in the community and business community in particular, small business community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, you know, you rely upon um, those who support you the most. And, and, and again, you know, count your blessings that they continue to support you when they had the opportunity to, and, and uh, you know, felt safe coming to our space to do that. Cause like you were saying, we're, you know, primarily outdoors. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was nice to have, be able to have folks come in and be able to experience that time with us during, during the pandemic. That's awesome. And, uh, and, and do you mind touching a little bit kind of on the pandemic, sort of what that looked like for you? I know the food and beverage industry probably got just hit, if not worse than gym. So, you know, we kind of, we're kind of on the same page there as far as like our abilities and navigating or whatnot, but you know, how was it for you guys? You know, what are some things maybe you took away from it? What are some things that you were like this, we're going to do X, Y, and Z to make sure that if this happens again, we're kind of more prepared. Um, can you kind of talk a little bit about that? Sure. Well, you know, I, I mentioned that we were we opened in June of 2019 and we're only open for about nine, nine and a half months uh, before we had to shut down like everyone else did. Mm-hmm. And um, that's, you know, early spring, late winter here in Colorado. So, you know, things are a little slow in the food and beverage industry due to the weather. But, um, you know, like everyone else, man, you know, kind of kind of like, holy cow, we got freaked out. <laughs> what yeah. do you do? But, you know, we circled the wagons and, and put our heads, you know, together and work with some of our team members to think about how we could weather the storm, uh, try to keep staff members that we had on board at the time, um, keep them, you know, on board as members of the team until they were able to get some assistance from the government, you know, due to, um, you know, people being unemployed. So we kind of, you know, weathered it for a couple of weeks, being able to pay folks for at least another pay period kept them in, uh, informed of what we were looking at doing and just kind of put plans, use that, that two and a half month time period to put plans into place. So when the opportunity did afford itself to reopen, um, how we can, you know, just hit, hit, the, hit the ground running and go. And again, being blessed with outdoor space, who would have thought that, uh, you know, a space approximately 13,000 square feet would uh, would be needed, <laughs> you know, as, as it relates to the social distancing guidelines, et cetera. So uh, reopened back at the end of May and around this time now, last year. I can't mm-hmm. believe it, man. We're talking now about Jeez, coming dude. up on a year, man. <laughs> I know. And, and, you know, while others were maybe still trying to figure it, figure it out and navigate it, you know, we were doing the same thing, 
struggling through, uh, trying to, you know, first and foremost was making sure that um, our audience and our guests and our staff knew that we had a safe and uh, healthy environment and just, you know, putting the protocols and things in place to make sure that, you know, training with staff and then also setting those expectations with our guests and, and um, just kind of went through the summer. We were able to do some, some, some good things with some different events. Uh, we've always been about purpose-driven events. Uh, people talk about a sense of community and how do you, you know, show that stewardship and things. So for us, it's um, important that we work with some local agencies and, you know, local groups to, to make sure we bring, um, you know, some of the things that they're, the great things they're doing, use our space for that as a platform that where we can help um, help them grow their organization or their business as well. So, you know, did a puppy adoption event. Um, this pop Wait, up vendor. Why did I not know about this puppy adoption? Event? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we partnered with uh, some of our uh, local, you know, continued customers that come and support us, and they do uh, fostering for all about. I think it's called All Aboard Animal Rescue, mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, they wanted to support us, bring some business our way into the into the downtown community as well. And uh, we, you know, hosted a puppy adoption event at the end of June last year, and it was awesome. You know, that day we, uh, I think we adopted 19 out of 20 pups. Man, and fo- folks had some smiles on their faces. Everything was done socially distanced, and uh, you know, had had a good time with it. Uh, we did some pop up vendor markets where we invited um, vendors from the mm-hmm. area to come in and just sell their arts and crafts and, and, and things of that nature that they do. And again, helping pay it forward by providing uh, folks with a space using our platform and, and, and being able to help some others. And then again, exposing them, exposing those businesses or organizations to other audiences. So just kind of did those things throughout the, the, the summertime and, um, you know, watch the expenses and staff, you know, kind of lean, but uh, if it wasn't for, uh, you know, our team members, you know, doing things right, staying healthy, um, you know, being on board and, you know, continue to drive our mission and then the support of those uh, that continue to visit us and those new faces that we learned, um, we, would, we wouldn't have made it, but we were mm-hmm. fortunate enough and blessed to, to have a good team and good number of uh, customers and guests to come visit with us all the time. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, I mean, I, I'm sure you, culture comes from the top right so i'm sure obviously how you and, and Catherine treated everybody from the top down you know that's that's always what makes a successful business you know and then that then that shows the the, the community kind of what you are and attracts those type of people so it's awesome man it's it's really awesome and you know i personally believe that anybody who whether the COVID storm whether they lost money gained money stayed kind of afloat um prepared you for better things, you know what I mean? And now everything that sort of steps your way, you were well more equipped um, than we ever thought that we would be. You know what I mean? I totally agree, man. Uh, my man, uh, Shane McWaters and his wife, Sarah, that uh, owns Sweetheart City Racing there in Loveland. Mm-hmm. We talked, I want to say probably about midsummer about the fact that, you know, if anything, if, if folks can survive, you know, from a small business or organization perspective through, um, you know, those types of conditions, it, it, it's going to make us better on the other side of things. And, um, you know, we, we're grateful for that. We're grateful that others are able to do the same in, mm-hmm. our, in our business community as well to keep this kind of driving and, and thriving through because, you know, it was a struggle for everyone. Mm-hmm. Big time. So it's, it's good to see things, uh, you know, moving down the road in the right right direction. And, 
you know, with more positivity and positive energy as well. So um, that's just, it's a good, it's a good thing to see. Absolutely. Um, so let's change gears a little bit, Zed. So, you know, you mentioned you do own it with your wife and then you said you have kids. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Awesome. Yes, sir. So two, two kids, how old? My son is uh, 12 and okay. my daughter is six going on 16. So. Nice. Yeah. I was going to say the fun age, right? <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Perfect. For sure. So, so tell me a little bit, you know, I, I'm sure it's, it serves some challenge to, you know, have a family and run a business. You know, I personally don't have, you know, a family, but I have relationships. I have friends, um, you know, and I feel that kind of still serves as it, not necessarily, but mm-hmm. um, you know, how is it trying to find that balance between, you know, providing for your family, spending that quality time with the family, but then also making sure that, you know, the business needs to run and it needs to grow so you can, you know, provide for your family as well. Cause you know, I know you said your, your wife has a full-time job, but you know, any sort of, you know, income is, is necessary, right. Unless your sure. wife is just balling out, you know? Um, so how have you managed to say balance that family time, business time and sort of make it work to where, you know, you and Catherine aren't having, you know, dinner with your kids talking about issues that might be arising at work or something like that. You know, man, it's, uh, I, if you ask those who are close to me, me and my family members, <laughs> they, they will say it is a ongoing process. And mm-hmm. I'm sure like for many, uh, trying to, uh, you know, create balance one and understand it and the importance of it um, is always key. You know, I'm the type of person uh, that once I'm in, I'm, I'm hundred percent, I'm going all the time. Mm-hmm. And so understanding that, you know, your time is all and energy is taken up with, you know, operating the business and running the business. Um, but also the importance that, you know, you have to go to, you know, that, you know, be spent some time with your family and things. I, you know, I, oftentimes, Kathy and I, because our work schedules, we miss, um, you know, a lot of our kids' uh, games or events and mm-hmm. things of that, of that nature. Uh, we're blessed to have, uh, you know, grandma, my mom lives uh, here in northern Colorado, and then my mother-in-law travels in and helps us out. And she, they, both of them, you know, help shuffle kids around at different events and, you know, support them in that nature. Uh, we we do try to find um, the best we can to get to those events when we can, and mm-hmm. you know it, it creates it creates a stress. Um, and it took uh, me personally realizing this this past spring. Um, you know, my kids have always been supportive of, of backyard tap, and you know us pursuing the entrepreneurship world. Uh, but when I hear my baby girl tell me, you know, you know, Dad, you haven't been to. Um, any of my soccer games this spring or anything of that nature. Um, and then you know, understanding how much relationship with maybe what my preteen is, is being stressed a little bit due to not being available and present when I need to be present. It, it, you know, it was a, it was a woke time period to say, Hey, let's get some more team members on board. we got a great staff already that, that supports us and helps us with the operation, but we need to, um, do a little better job of actually practicing what we preach about creating that balance. Mm-hmm. So, we, so we brought us some new team members this this uh, the spring here, and they've been doing a great job um, with with us at, at Backyard Tap, and it's afforded a few more opportunities to come and you know attend some practices, help Catherine out with running kids around town when she you know when she has to have a work meet or something like that. 
to where I can, you know, help out a little bit more and be present. And then when we sit down at a dinner, if, you know, during the week when that time presents itself, being engaged and fully engaged, because they they ain't a rule book to the, or excuse me, instruction book, <laughs> instruction book on how, how to do this stuff, man. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, this shit is, you know, life in general is hard and all of us have our own, uh, you know, challenges and, and, you know, peaks and valleys along the way. So it's, it's just trying to, again, you know, do your best <laughs> to figure out how you create a balance. But I think the first and foremost was, you know, having that moment of saying, Hey, you know, you gotta, you gotta get your shit together, homeboy. Mm-hmm. And, um, and try to find a way to make sure you're giving always a hundred percent to those who mean the most to you, which is, uh, you know, your family and then your friends and that, and that network you have. And then also giving that, you know, that, that good amount of energy that you need to be able to help, uh, you know, work as an owner operator of a business big time well a <clears throat> couple gold pieces there i i liked i liked the fact of just the clarity and the in the woke moment i think a good portion of us had that during the pandemic right because mm-hmm. when in our lives has the world ever completely shut down and stopped for one month if even that much less a week you know what i mean right. so so for us to get two and a half, three months of just quality time with the family. Um, you know, it definitely did a lot for, for my personal relationship with, with Kinsey and, um, you know, it was, it was amazing. It really was. And, you know, once things opened up kind of flip flopped, right. You went from like zero to 100 and, yep. uh, and kind of lost sight of that. Cause it was just all about the business and surviving and whatnot, but at least, you know, having that clarity to, have an honest conversation with yourself and say, Hey, is this what I actually said I wanted to do? Or am I just going back into old habits? You know? Exactly, man. Exactly. It, it, with that, you know, you gotta, I mean, that's, you know, personally you have to you know, center yourself and, um, you know, for Catherine and I, you know, physical activity and exercise have always been part of, you know, who we are and what we do both have a kinesiology backgrounds mm-hmm. and things. And it's like, even during that time of reopening, I will be honest with you, man. I didn't, I didn't hit a bike. I mean, I, I didn't hit a, a run, you know, and I had just ran the color uh, the Chicago marathon back in uh, fall of 18. Oh, wow. So, so but it, you know, and then, it, you know, open a business up and then you get to a pandemic and then you know, sit around for a while. Well, I got plenty of time to work out. Then you'll be mm-hmm. open. Like you said, it was just go. And so for months and months, you know, exercise and which is my usually outlet wasn't a part of my life i didn't even play much golf as i like to play mm-hmm. any of that thing so it was just go and then you know it took getting around um coming up on the top of this year and not falling into the you know the uh what do you call it the, the new year's resolution type piece saying, mm-hmm. hey, man, you know focus in back on your family get back in on taking care of yourself you know get some of these workouts in a little bit you know to kind of help you have a little peace of mind and outlet and so that definitely became, you know, how how you how you start to put it together. It mm-hmm. ain't perfect. It ain't perfect right now. I will tell you that, man. <laughs> it ain't perfect, but you know, just trying to, you know, make a conscious, cognizant effort to do things, um, you know, for for yourself and for those, like I said, who mean most to you. Big time. Well, it's uh, it's kind of that the saying goes, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup. So if you're if you're drained, if you're not taking care of yourself mentally, physically, emotionally, it's kind of hard to, to give, you know what I mean? Yes, and sir. Yes, sir. It was, oh, dude, it was, I mean, the whole summer, I don't think I exercised much at all. Um, <laughs> I mean, and I own a gym, so that yeah, was even the worst that, part. That's, that's <laughs> tough, man, because you, you're there, you're in it, you know, oh, dude. 
it trying, is, to help it? Out, trying to have an impact with others and help them, you know, reach their goals and things. And it's like, wait a minute, what about myself? <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, you know, same kind of the same thing. And, you know, um, you hiring out the staff, you know, I wanted to kind of make mention of that is that's probably it's it's always hard. Right. And, and mm-hmm. as a business owner and an entrepreneur, it's always hard to to hire out or to bring more people on because, you've never because a you're letting go of duties that you know how to do and training someone to do them is always kind of scary um but i can guarantee you it's probably going to benefit you both in the business and in your personal life as well you know it's risky and it's scary at first but it's allowed you to grow like you said take some time to focus back on and what's important but still now this business is going to continue to you know progress and allowing you to live your life so it's hard it's, it's hard, hard, man. It's hard to let go. Um, <laughs> but I will say this, it, you know, like anything in life, it's the people that make things go around. And uh, we've been fortunate to get some, to one, already have some quality, really down or good team members at Backyard Tap, but then bring on new faces that are quality, good people as well and help us out. And, and in doing what we do as far as crafting that experience, I've been, that's been, um, this has definitely been a blessing and really cool to see. Awesome. Awesome. That's great to hear, dude. Um, sweet. So I always like to um, throw out some rapid fire questions towards the end of our talk. It's really fun. Um, I know you're probably going to go through these questions and then later tonight you're going to wake up and be like, dude, I should have said something different, but whatever. <laughs> that's, well, that's, what's so, that's what's so fun with the rapid fire, man. You don't get any time to think. <laughs> Zero right. time to think. All right. Are All you right. ready? Yeah, I'm ready, man. All right. So when you're not working, how do you spend your time? Man, uh, I'm a golf junkie. Awesome. So I like to uh, practice something I'm not good at. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then um, – I obviously get a little exercise in when I can and then try to hang with, with, with my team here inside the house, uh, not inside the house, but at the house here and mm-hmm. hang with them. Those are my, those are my things right there. Awesome. What was the first concert you attended? In life. In life. Oh, bro. You're taking it back, man. 45, <laughs> so I'm trying to, I'm trying to go back. I'm going to say the classics guy. I'm going to say it was reunion arena, Dallas, Texas, probably, uh, third, fourth grade, something like that. We went to see with my mom, my aunt, my uncle, my cousins. Um, we went to see Cameo, Jocelyn Brown, and Roger and Zap. Now I'm gonna take you back. Those are some those are some old school R and B groups. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, just brought it back in the day, and and I'm still listening to them same songs, man, jamming to them uh, today in 2021. Beautiful. Well, there's not, I mean, and music's just different now, dude. So you gotta, yeah. gotta go back to what you know and love, you know? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So what was your first job? First gig, uh, seventh grade, which is telling the young blood here that, that lives with me amongst my son, seventh grade, man, I would work for a golf course as a car boy in, uh, in the Chicago land area. So old man took me up to the junior high uh, principal's office. I got a work permit. And there I was off working uh, three days a week during the school year. And then I picked them while I was in the summertime, man, at the, at the golf course right in the community there. Awesome. What was that? I, I lost no, you there. No, no, sorry about that. 
assume? Uh, yeah, man, I, that was the, that was a start. I was I would say so. That was the start of it. I mean, I, I was horrible when we played it, you know, <laughs> in, in, in seventh grade, seventh eighth grade. But yeah. I put this, I put them down for a lot of years and did not pick them back up uh, until we moved up here to Northern Colorado in 2011 ish, and then started playing and you know as a part of you know business you, know, you take you take customers out to the golf course and stuff mm-hmm. and hang, hanging out with buddies and things of that nature and that's that's what got the itch back big time awesome man what's your hidden talent shoot man hidden talent i'm asking all the fun questions dude <laughs> <laughs> hidden talent uh, i'm gonna probably say two things is have a, and I think it comes from that, you know, exercise science background is uh, I like to coach, meaning I like to be in connection with people, you know, learning from them as well as helping them learn. So coach, teach. And then um, I think the other part is I have a passion for, uh, I came from, you know, working in the construction industry for a while. I have a passion for you know, anything that requires me to do something with my hands outside or, you know, building something, carpentry, landscape, or whatever it may be. So, I mean, you put me on a lawnmower, I'm good to go for hours. Awesome. <laughs> a writing one, though, right? Not, uh, not I got, to push I, behind. I got both, man. Okay. You know, All right. I got both. So, I, mean, I just, just mowed the lawn the other day, and I, I sit back and I look. It's like having a, you know, for a brother to have a fresh haircut and a clean car. When, you get, <laughs> when, that, when that lawn is mowed, man, you look sit back, you look uh, like, yeah. Feel like some you accomplished something. Oh yeah, no, big time. Well, uh, so we have. It's actually my my landlord's son. He's I think he's like maybe 13, 12 or thirteen. So he uh, he wanted to start mowing lawns and whatnot. So I haven't had to mow my grass in about about a year. I think right on, so. Right on. I, I I miss it. I mean, because same thing. It's the lines that he does isn't as isn't what I would do. Right. Um, right. You know, cause I'm not like OCD, but like, there's nothing like those straight lines that actually m- means, you know, like oh, look yeah. good. Right. Oh, yeah, and man. I'm sure it's, especially working on a golf course too. You probably, probably carried that over a little bit. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. You know, it's how, how, does, how things look. You know? mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm really big into, you know, the presentation of it is, is what, what, what speaks, you know, yes, the meat and potatoes come behind that, but if you don't mm-hmm. set it at the beginning with the eye and that, and that translates to personal life as well as into our, you know, our business and professional lives, mm-hmm. you don't set it with the eye to that of the, the beholder. Yeah. It, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't work, man. Exactly. Well, I mean, relevant, but not relevant, but kind of sort of, yes, um, is how you do one thing is how you do everything. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? I knew knew where you were going with it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Awesome. So what is one thing that your mother or father taught you that completely changed your life or maybe shaped you into the person you are today? Uh, Not to be cliche-ish, but, you know, straight up hard work with your work ethic. And never forget who you are and where you come from. Mm-hmm. And so, um, my folks mean mean a lot to me. Um, you know, my mom was single for a number of years, and it was her and I struggling doing our thing. Um, she met my old man and uh, my stepdad, who you know who helped raise me up through those formative years, and 
the values and things that the both of them taught myself uh, and my cousin that lived with us at the time and, and the influence I have from my grandparents who helped raise me as well. And, uh, you know, my friends' parents as well, you know, their, you know, their leadership and stewardship and help, help a lead, you know, a community grow some knuckleheads, um, and straight up hard worker and, and, you know, and, and work ethic. And then the other part of it was, you know, never forget who you are and where you come from. Mm-hmm. Love it. Last one. What's the best? Oh no, I got two more. Sorry. What's the best piece of advice you've ever been given? And it could, and it could be kind of what your, what your, what your folks taught you. Um, but yeah. Best piece of advice. You're right now. You know, I'm going to sit back and think about this later on. <laughs> <laughs> you get, you get, you get text me or call me and then I'll, uh, I'll just throw it on, dude. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna say this, man. Um, you know, a lady I got to know. She's like my big sister. Um, Sand always said, Sandy always says, don't you know, don't wear your emotions on your sleeves. Mm-hmm. And so that was something that you know, coming up as a as a young African American male um, in my college years, and then working with her at the rec department, you know, she she made it very poignant and clear about how again we talked about presentations a little bit ago. You know, if you wear your emotions on your sleeves because you are so passionate and care about, you know, things and who you are and what you do and how you do things, you got to remember other folks don't feel the same way. Not, they, they may not be as invested, you know, and so it's up to you, you know, through le- leadership um, of yourself first and then of, of, then of others um, to, to do that in a way that is, you know, that it, it gets folks to, you know, um, what they say, win them to your way of thinking. Mm-hmm. And so if you get all emotional about something and bent out of shape about something, and, you know, and, and demonstrate that all the time, it's going to be tough to get folks to, 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 you know, to be down with you and get, and get in line with you uh, on something. So it's, it's, I've always carried that along about how you, you know, don't wear your emotions on your sleeves, you know, and that's tough because if you care, you have pride. <laughs> you care about shit. You know, it's, yep. it's, it's tough not to be passionate about something. But at the same time, um, I, I, you know, at forty-five, I still believe that I have a lot of work to do on that every day. You know? mm-hmm. and, and then that's, again, it starts with my my wife, and my kids, and doing better with that. You know, and and and, and, and you know, our business and, and who I am, and uh, and you know, in society. Mm-hmm. Awesome, dude. Well, and it and it is right. Like I think. You know, when we care about people, we tend to care what they think because we care about people, you know, mm-hmm. and and it is hard to be emotionless when and especially like kind of what you and I do. We're in a service based industry. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're working for, you know, our customer, our client, our staff, our coaches, kind of all that stuff. Um, so it is kind of hard to, to keep that separated. However, you know, they come to us in a time of of fear or uncertainty. So, you know, if we do act out of emotion, um, it doesn't allow, <laughs> they're not relaxing now, no, right? You no, know what I mean? Not at all, they're, 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 they're following exactly what you're doing. And I'm sure, you know, your kids probably do the same thing is, you know, they look to see how, how you and Catherine sort of respond to situations and that just sort of lays the foundations of how they're going to then respond, you know? Exactly. exactly. Yeah. Again, it, it ain't perfect. You know, and we're all, Everyone's always working on mm-hmm. something, you know, but I will say that is, you know, that's always something that 
sits in my mindset of, you know, it's, you know, continual progress. I'm trying to do better at that. Awesome, dude. All right. Last question. And this is the most important question I personally believe. Um, does pineapple belong on pizza? I'm from Chicago, man. Hell no. Oh, Zed, come on. <laughs> come on, man. I thought we were, I thought we were gonna be best friends, dude. I, I know, I know I know we're from, 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 from the hometown, man, but yeah, I have never I have had pineapple <laughs> on pizza, but I have never gotten down with putting fruit on pizza, man. That's I mean, fair. I've had it, I'm not saying I don't like it. Yeah. But I'm gonna say hell no, I can't really <laughs> Um, straight up Midwest Midwest dude with country values, man, and it, yeah. it is meat and potatoes, bro. Yeah, meat and potatoes. <laughs> Yo, so so let me guess. So you eat a meat and potato pizza for sure, though. <laughs> just not not meat and pineapple. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just not not meat, potatoes, and pineapple. Screw that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> awesome, dude. Well, cool. Well, Zed, appreciate you coming on, dude. Um, backyard tap. Tell everybody really quick where they can find you, both physically and on social media. How can they get to you? Uh, Backyard Tap is in downtown Loveland at 323 North Railroad Avenue. We're on the Mm -hmm. west side of train tracks there in downtown Loveland. Um, We have our social media handles at uh, Backyard underscore Tap. Uh, You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook. And then we also keep a website updated, which is BackyardTap.com. Awesome. So we love to uh, have folks visit us and visit the other, uh, like I said, other great venues and and businesses in downtown Loveland Mm -hmm. and uh, hang out with us. We love meeting new people. Good stuff. Good stuff. Love it, dude. Hey, well, thanks so much for your time, Zed. Appreciate it, man. Best of luck with everything. We'll talk soon. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for everything you do. Let's keep keep putting it forward, man. Absolutely. Sounds good. Later, bud. All right. Take care. Thanks again, guys, for listening to the Happy Healthy Humans podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you could do us a favor on Apple Podcast, if you guys are listening through that, if you could leave us a five-star review or any star if you'd like, and a brief review, we would greatly appreciate it. And if you know anybody who would benefit from listening to any of our podcast or the podcast in general, please send it their way. We would love to help out anybody and everyone that we definitely can outside the four walls of CrossFit Loveland. Thanks again, guys.